Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Walhamdulillahi rabbil alamin Wassalatu wassalamu ala nabina Muhammad Wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in Amma ba'd Today we continue with our lessons And in the book we are following And today we're going to look at the Connection or the relationship Between Tawheed Al-Rububiyyah and Tawheed Tawheed Al-Uruhiyah The connection, how they uh, Relate to one another But before that We will inshallah do a quick And a revision Now in the first lesson We discussed Regarding Tawheed Al-Rububiyyah What is the meaning of Tawheed Al-Rububiyyah What is the meaning Of Tawheed Al-Rububiyyah Al-Rububiyyah What is the meaning of Tawheed Al-Rububiyyah To single out Allah With Al-Rububiyyah The Tawheed of Allah's Lordship To single out Allah Azzawajal With his Actions Okay uh, I need to single out Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala With his actions Meaning What does that mean? With his actions Singling out Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala With his actions What does that mean? Creator Sustainer Okay that he is the Only Creator He's the only sustainer He's the only owner The possessor the, uh, the giver of life And the causer of Death He governs And disposes all of the affairs Of all of his Creation Okay, So this Is concerning the Actions of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala That we are affirming, we believe And we affirm that He alone Can do these actions Okay, He alone basically uh, creates We've created the creation and provides for them and governs them uh, And all of the affairs He's the control of all of the affairs okay? Now, secondly Tawheed al-Uluhiyah Tawheed al-Uluhiyah okay, The Tawheed of worship What does that mean? To single out Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with the actions, excellent, the actions of the servants. Okay, the actions of the servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the first one, Tawheed al-Rububiyyah, is concerning the actions of Allah. And Tawheed al-Uluhiyah is concerning the actions of and the servants, the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Likewise, we mentioned uh, Ibadah. What is the meaning of ibadah? What did we mention about ibadah? It's what Allah's commanded. Ibadah, what Allah's commanded. Some of the scholars mentioned uh, one of the meanings that is whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded, and this is not an action which is a uh, custom, etc., etc., as the uh, definition mentions last time. What else? And this is the definition of Shaykh al-Islam al-Taymiyyah Shaykh al-Fawzani mentioned is the most comprehensive 
of the meanings. So it says, Ismun Jami' Likullima Yuhibuhullahu wa Yardah Milal A'mal wa Aqwal al Batila Kirbadahira. So that the term Ibadah, the term worship, is a comprehensive term. What's the meaning of comprehensive? Includes there's many things that are included in it. Okay, it does not specify only one thing, but it includes many things. Uh, so it's a comprehensive comprehensive term for everything that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala loves and is pleased with, from the action, from the speech, from speech and actions that are inwardly and outwardly. Okay, inwardly and outwardly. So tawheed al uluhiyah the tawheed of worship is basically when uh, compels us to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone that we direct our actions of worship for Allah azza wa jal alone now what are the pillars of worship you mentioned last time love. one is love there's three hope. fear fear and hope and that's so from the pillars of worship fear love and hope Okay, and it's not correct for a person to say I only worship Allah because I love Him, or I only worship Allah because I fear Him, or I only worship Allah because I have hope in His mercy. Okay, that is not the correct way. Well, the correct way of Ahlul Sunnah is that we worship Allah Azawajal with any love, hope, and fear. Okay, Jayit, Now, that since we've and he more or less revised the meanings of Tawheed al-Rububiyyah and Tawheed al-Uluhiyyah. In today's lesson, we will look at their connection, okay, the relationship between any them. Sheikh Salah al-Fawzan, he says, وَعَلَابَةُ أَحَدِي أَنَّوْعَيْنِ بِالْآخَرِ أَنَّ التَّوْحِيدَ الْرُبُبِيَّةِ مُسْتَلْزَمْ لِتَوْحِيدَ الْإِلَهِيَّةِ He says that the connection okay, or the relationship between uh, one of these categories of Tawheed to the other, one of them is that Tawheed al-Rububiyya necessitate Tawheed al-Uluhiyya. So the Tawheed of Allah's Lordship necessitate the Tawheed okay, of worship. What is the meaning of necessitate? Sheikh Fawzan will explain in the next sentence. Okay, what is the meaning of necessitate? That this one necessitate the other. The Sheikh says, meaning that when a person or one acknowledges Tawheed al-Rububiyya, Tawheed of Allah's Lordship, then that compels that person to acknowledge Tawheed al-Uluhiyya, the Tawheed of worship, wal-Qiyam bihi, and to establish it. Meaning, so whoever acknowledges and believes in Tawheed al-Rububiyyah, that Allah is the only creator, sustainer, and control of the affairs of all creation, He is the giver of life and the cause of death, that He has no partners in that. If a person affirms that and believes in that, then that necessitates, okay, that compels then that person, if you believe in this, therefore that compels you to worship Him alone. Therefore, that compels you to uh, establish Tawheed al-Uluhiyya, okay? to uh, direct and dedicate your actions of worship for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. 
okay, for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. So the Shaykh says, so whosoever knows that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is his Lord and his creator and the controller and disposer of his affairs, therefore it is compulsory upon him he or her that he worships him alone and that he does not ascribe any partners to him. Okay, meaning in his worship, basically, don't ascribe any partners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in worship, meaning you do not dedicate or you do not perform any portion of the actions of worship to anything other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Okay, that is the first connection and relationship okay, between these two categories of Tawheed. Uh, secondly, yeah, the second relationship and connection between them, the Sheikh says, Tawheed al-Uluhiyya mutadammin li Tawheed al-Rububiyyah. Yeah, so the Tawheed of Allah's worship, okay, Tawheed of worship, uh, includes Tawheed al-Rububiyyah, the Tawheed of Allah's Lordship. So Tawheed of, uh, of worship, it includes or comprises of Tawheed al-Rububiyyah. It includes in it, okay, implies it, it covers it, okay, it includes it in it. Bima'ana, what does this mean? The Sheikh says that Tawheed, the Tawheed of Allah's Lordship enters into Tawheed of worship. Okay, the Tawheed of Allah's Lordship, it enters within the Tawheed of Allah's uh, Lordship. And he goes and explains this further to clarify. So he says, whosoever worships Allah alone, and does not ascribe any partners to him. Okay, so we have a person who worships Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone and does not ascribe any partners to him. So here, the Sheikh says, فَلَا بُدَّ أَنْ يَكُونَ قَدْ اِعْتَقَدَ أَنَّهُ هُوَ رَبَّهُ هُوَ رَبُّهُ وَخَالِقَهُ He says, therefore, it must be the case that that person has believed that Allah is his Lord and his creator. Okay, so why would he worship Allah alone and nothing else? Because he believes that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is his Lord and his <coughs> creator. Okay, so therefore, Tawheed of Allah's Lordship, okay, is included already in Tawheed al-Uluhiyya, the Tawheed of worship. Okay, so if a person worships Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone and does not ascribe any partners to him and firmly believes that that is not permissible, that is not allowed, so therefore that means that that person must affirm or must have affirmed that Allah Azza wa Jalla is his Lord, creator, sustainer and control of his affairs. This is what the Shaykh is saying. So this is now the other connection. The Sheikh says, كَمَا قَالَ إِبْرَاهِيمَ الْخَلِيلِ عَلَيْهِ الصَّلَاةُ وَالسَّلَامِ As Ibrahim, <coughs> Prophet Ibrahim عَلَيْهِ الصَّلَاةُ وَالسَّلَامِ said, أَفَرَأَيْتُمْ مَا كُنْتُمْ تَعْبُدُونَ أَنْتُمْ وَآبَاؤُكُمُ الْأَقْدَمُونَ فَإِنَّهُمْ عَدُوٌّ لِي إِلَّا رَبَّ الْعَالَمِينَ الَّذِي خَلَقَنِي فَهُوَ يَهْدِينَ وَالَّذِي هُوَ يُدْعِمُنِي وَيَسْقِينَ وَإِذَا 
وَإِذَا مَرِضْتُ فَهُوَ يَشْفِينَ وَالَّذِي يُمِيتُنِي ثُمَّ يُحْيِينَ وَالَّذِي أَطْمَعُ أَنْ يَغْفِرَ لِي خَطِيئَتِي خَطِيئَتِي يَوْمَ الدِّينَ In this verse, the Sheikh brings as the evidence and he for this that Tawheed Al-Rububiyyah, the Tawheed of Allah's Lordship is already included in Tawheed of Allah's worship. When it says, and the verse, Ibrahim, and he uh, mentioned, أَفَرَأَيْتُمْ مَا كُنْتُمْ تَعْبُدُونَ Do you not consider what you worship? أَنْتُمْ وَأَبَاؤُكُمُ الْأَقْدَمُونَ You and your forefathers. Indeed, they are enemies to me, except the Lord of all creation. Except the Lord of all, all words. So here Ibrahim is addressing Okay, the Mushrikeen in his time. Do you not consider what that which you worship? Okay, worship is mentioned here. Okay, Uluhiya, worship. Antum abaukumul akdamun. You and your forefathers. Indeed, they are my enemies or enemies to me. Except the Lord of all creation. Except the Lord of all the worlds. Then Ibrahim mentions. Okay, the sort of evidence. The evidence. Okay, why he worships only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The evidence. Okay, the reason for uluhiyya. Okay, for worship. He mentions, الَّذِي خَلَقَنِي فَهُوَ Okay, the one who created me, then he will guide me. And the one who, who feeds me, and gives me drink and when i am ill he is the one who cures me uh, and he who uh, gives me life then gives me afterward he's the one who caused me to die then will give me life and who i hope will forgive me for my sins okay, on the day of judgment so everything that or what Ibrahim is mentioning okay, is Rububiyyah. Uh, okay? So that is of include is concluded in Al Uluhiyah. First and foremost. Sayyid. Then the Shaykh continues and he says, He says that Rububiyya, Lordship and Worship. Okay, the Tawheed of Allah's Lordship and the Tawheed of Worship. Sometimes they are mentioned together. Okay, sometimes they are mentioned. <coughs> sometimes they are mentioned together. Okay, alongside each other. So when that happens, then their meanings are separate, basically. Uruhiya, okay, specifically, will have the meaning of Worship. Okay, and Rububiyya we specifically have the meaning of Lordship. Okay, so they will take their own respective meanings. Okay, so when they are mentioned, and you together. Uh, for example, uh, the Sheikh says, in, uh, when Allah Subhanahu wa Taala mentions, "Qul a'udhu bi Rabbi nas, Malikin nas, Ilahin nas." Okay, say, I seek refuge in the Lord of mankind. 
the king of mankind the god of mankind so uh, the lord of mankind that is okay, concerning lordship and that's concerning worship okay so they are mentioned here alongside together in this verse so the, the sheikh says so therefore in this case the uh the word lord then the meaning for it is the owner the one who governs and disposes the affairs of his creation yeah and therefore the meaning of god here is Say therefore the word God and Ilah here, the meaning is Al Ma'bud. Okay, the worshipped one in truth, the one who is deserving to be worshipped alone. So therefore the word Lord here and the word Ilah they take their respective meanings. Okay? They take their respective uh, meanings. It does not overlap. Okay? The meaning does not overlap in one, one or the meaning of one does not overlap in the other in this case okay when they are mentioned alongside on another then he says and at other times they are mentioned by themselves yeah there are certain verses where you will see that rububiya uh, is mentioned okay, by itself and uruhiya is mentioned by by itself so he says so therefore, when that happens, when, for example, you come across where only Lord is mentioned, okay, or the ilah, or worship is mentioned, the Sheikh says, therefore, that they include the meaning of the other. So therefore, only Lord will include the meaning of a worship as well, okay, which the Sheikh will give example to clarify. He says, for example, the, uh, the saying of the uh, two angels to the the one who's deceased and in the grave they asked him they asked the the deceased person and he questions three questions okay one of the question is who is your lord okay who is your lord so he's asking who is your lord now the word lord here the sheikh says man Okay, including that meaning Lord is who is the one that you worshipped and who is the one who created you. Okay, who is the one who you worship or you worshipped. Okay, who is your God, who is your Lord, who is the one who you worshipped and who is the one who created you. So, the word Lord here will include the meaning of worship as well. Okay, why? Because they have that connection together. Okay, as we explained and before the two ways that they connect to, to each other then Allah, uh, then the Sheikh says as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned the Quran الَّذِينَ أُخْرِجُوا مِنْ دِيَارِهِمْ بِغَيْرِ حَقٍ إِلَّا أَنْ يَقُولُوا رَبُّنَا اللَّهِ you know, those who were taken out of their homes without right and if except for the reason that they said رَبُّنَا اللَّهِ that our Lord is Allah Okay, again here, Rabbunallah. Okay, the word Lord is mentioned and that includes uh, Ibadah, 
Ali as well. And likewise, the verse, قُلْ أَغَيْرَ اللَّهِ أَبْغِي Shall I seek any a Lord other than Allah? Shall I seek a Lord other than Allah? And likewise, the verse, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ قَالُوا رَبُّنَا اللَّهِ ثُمَّ اسْتَقَامُوا Indeed, those who say that our Lord is Allah, ثُمَّ اسْتَقَامُوا Then they were upright. Okay, then they were upright. They were upon istiqama. So the Sheikh says, فَالرُّبُوبِيَّةِ فِي هَذِي الْآيَاتِ هِيَ الْإِلَهِيَّةِ Okay, he says, رُبُوبِيَّةِ Lordship that is mentioned in this in these verses, okay, the word Lord, okay, the meaning of it uh, is ilahiyah, okay, includes the meaning of worship, okay, includes the meaning of worship. Jayid. So this is the connection, the relationship that the Sheikh has mentioned. The next step, the Sheikh mentions regarding which category of Tawheed did the messengers Called to. Okay? So I pose this question what is the category of Tawheed that the messengers called to? Okay? Anybody? The messengers, the prophets and the messengers, when they were sent, okay, what did they call to? And regarding the categories of Tawheed, which one was emphasized? Uluhiyah. Okay? Uluhiyah. Worship. Okay? So the Sheikh will, and he mentioned this here. He says, وَالَّذِي دَعَتْ إِلَيْهِ الرُّسُلُ مِنَ النَّوْعَيْنِ هُوَ تَوْحِيدَ الْأُلُوهِيَّةِ The category of Tawheed which the messengers called to is Tawheed الْأُلُوهِيَّةِ The Tawheed of worship. Okay, now this is very important. Tawheed الْأُلُوهِيَّةِ He says, because... Tawheed al-Rububiyyah, the Tawheed of Allah's Lordship, that, as we discussed last time, uh, I think in the first lesson, most of the people and most of the nations, they affirmed it. Okay, the Tawheed of Allah's Lordship, that Allah is the Creator alone, okay, the sustainer, the control of the affairs, the giver of life, and the cause of death. All of the nations, okay, everybody on the face of the earth, they believed in that. Except... For, as the Sheikh mentioned, except for a very odd group of people, okay, a small number of people who tried to negate it, tried to uh, basically not affirm the presence of a creator, but as the Sheikh mentions, okay, they believed in it inside, but on the outside, okay, they tried to deny it. They tried to deny it while their hearts basically acknowledged it. Yeah, the presence of a creator. <coughs> so the Sheikh says, acknowledging Tawheed al-Rububiyyah, the Tawheed of Allah's Lordship, is not sufficient by itself. Okay, it's not sufficient by itself. So it's not sufficient for a person to say, I believe in the presence of a creator. A person believes, I believe in the presence of a creator who created everything, controls everything, governs everything, is the giver of life and the cause of death, then that person stops there. Okay, that's where they affirm. And they don't affirm uh, the Tawheed of uh, worship. If that's the case, then that is not sufficient. 
Okay, that is not sufficient for a person to become a Muslim, to be considered a Muslim. It's not sufficient for a person to be saved from the punishment of the hellfire. Okay, to abide in the hellfire forever. That is not sufficient. Because he said, فَقَدْ أَقَرَّ بِهِ إِبْلِيسِ Because Iblis acknowledged it. Iblis acknowledged that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is his Lord. When he said, قَالَ رَبِّي بِمَا أَغْوَيْتَنِي Okay, he said, oh my Lord, and because you misled me, because you misguided me. Okay, here, Iblis yeah, was addressing and speaking to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and he mentions Allah as Rabbi, okay, my Lord. So Iblis okay, affirms the Lordship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And with, even with that, that is not basically protect him from dwelling forever in the hellfire, which is where he will end. <coughs> and likewise, the Sheikh says, and the polytheist in the time of the Prophet وسلم, okay, the polytheist who the Prophet was said to, and in his time, they likewise, they likewise affirmed the Tawheed of Allah's Lordship. As the clear verses from the Quran indicates that, points to it clearly, no doubt in this, that the Mushrikeen, the polytheists in the time of the Prophet, that they affirmed that Allah is their creator, sustainer, and controller of the affairs. And from them, the verses, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلَا إِن سَأَلْتَهُمْ مَنْ خَلَقَهُمْ Allah says, address Prophet Muhammad If you ask them who created them, they will surely say, they will surely say Allah. They will surely say Allah, meaning the mushrikeen. So they affirm that Allah is their creator. So therefore, the Sheikh says, whosoever affirms the Lordship of Allah alone, that He is the creator, Lord, and He has no partners in that, Fakat, he is not a Muslim. Okay, he's not considered to be a, a Muslim. Okay, he's not considered to be only a Muslim until he adds to that and affirms Tawheed al-Uluhiyya. Until he worships Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he alone. فَلَا يَعْبُدْ إِلَّا اللَّهِ That he does not worship anything or anyone except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That should be yani, clear. Then the Sheikh mentions another point now, another step. He says here yani, regarding the Ahlul Kalam, okay? the theologians, yani, the people of Kalam. The people who do not refer to evidence, they refer to their aql, okay, to what they think, what they see, what they perceive, okay. Uh, the Sheikh says, so therefore here, it clearly shows the falsehood of what the people of Kalam and the Sufis have claimed any regarding the Tawheed that is compulsory upon any the servants okay, 
the tawheed that is compulsory upon them to affirm okay the tawheed that is requested from them okay that was requested for them to affirm okay we see Sheikh said clearly and the falsehood of what they claimed and the sufis and the people of kalam okay they said that for a person to acknowledge that allah is the creator and the controller of all of the affairs of the creation that that is sufficient to be a muslim okay that is sufficient to be a muslim okay he says this reason you see in their books that they've written regarding aqaid, uh, okay, belief, okay, where they speak about belief. You find when they reach the subject of tawheed that they only and they speak about tawheed al-rububiyya, the tawheed of Allah's and his lordship, okay. They only speak about that. They only affirm any that. Okay, so you'll see them, for example, mentioning or acknowledging the uh, presence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that he is the creator alone, that he is the sustainer alone, etc., etc., as the Sheikh says. Then they mention their evidences to support Tawheed al-Rububiyyah. So this is the, the Tawheed that they discuss. Yeah, the people of Kalam and the Sufis, this is the Tawheed that they discuss. Okay, for them, this is Tawheed. To affirm that the presence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I mean the presence of a creator, that he is the creator alone, the sustainer, the controller of the affairs, okay, the giver of life, the cause of death, etc. This is what they speak about when they speak about Tawheed. They do not go into Tawheed al-Uluhiyyah. Okay, they do not go into Tawheed al-Uluhiyyah. Then the Sheikh mentioned some of the kalam of Sheikh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah ta'ala Where Ibn Taymiyyah is mentioning and regarding the theologians, the Hanul Kalam okay, That they only acknowledge in their books and the Tawheed al-Rububiyyah And that is their sort of aim, okay, that is their objective, that is what they affirm And that they uh, sometimes mentioned that Tawheed is uh, three pillars, uh, three Afwan, three pillars, three types. Okay, they mentioned in their books that Tawheed is of three types. Okay, now listen to these three types of Tawheed. That Allah is one and unique in His divine self. Okay, and that Allah is unique in His attributes and there is nothing similar to Him. And that Allah is unique in His actions and He does not have a partner. Okay, all that revolving around Rububiyyah. Okay, for them they've divided Tawheed al rububiyyah okay, into these three uh, categories. This is how they speak about Tawheed. And uh, Shaykh Hussam mentioned, and the most popular category of Tawheed that they mention in their books is regarding the actions of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that He is the creator of all of the creation and the worlds. And then they, uh, the evidences that they mention is uh, evidences that prevents the similarity between Allah and anything else. Okay, so they, at okay, that Allah is not like 
this, the creation. Allah is not like this. Allah does not have this. Allah is not like the creation. So this is the type of evidence that they, they bring, that they support uh, for their categories of Tawheed and the way of discussing it. So therefore, the Sheikh says, they, uh, Sheikh al mentions that they believe that this is the Tawheed, the category of Tawheed that is requested for people to affirm only. Okay? And they go to the extent as well of saying that that is the meaning of La ilaha illallah. Okay, that La ilaha illallah, and in which the correct meaning is that there is no deity worthy of worship in truth except Allah. Okay? And that is concerning worship. Okay, La ilaha illallah is concerning Al-Uluhiyyah worship so they go ahead go and basically they place the meaning of la ilaha illallah as anitawheed arububiyya where they say that the meaning of uluhiyya is the ability to invent and create okay the ability to invent and create now they putting the meaning as uluhiyya which is worship and they twisting the meaning and giving it the meaning of lordship. Okay, the because they said the ability to create to invent. And the Sheikh says, Sheikh Islam Taymi, I mentioned, and it is known that the polytheists in the time of the Prophet that they did not differ with the Prophet and regarding this, regarding the lordship of Allah. They did not differ with the Prophet. They did not argue with the Prophet regarding the Lordship of Allah. They didn't argue that Allah is the creator to sustain and the control of the affairs. They did not negate this. They did not argue. They did not say that their idols create. They did not say that their idols provide for them or their idols give them, gave them life or will cause, them, uh, cause uh, death, etc. etc. They only affirm that for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. Okay, so they did not differ with the Prophet regarding that. But what is clearly known and it's from the Quran is that what they differ on is uluhiyah, worship. The polytheists in the time of the Prophet ﷺ, they used to believe that they could worship, well it was allowed, it was okay to worship the saints, okay, the rocks and trees, the sun and the moon, okay, the angels, etc, etc, that they were intercessors and before them before Allah uh, subhanahu wa ta'ala Sheikh Salah al-Fuzan he mentions and what supports this as well in the Quran is any the verses where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says وَلَقَدْ بَعَثْنَا فِي كُلِّ أُمَّةٍ رَسُولًا عُنِعْبُدُ اللَّهَ وَجْتَنِبُ التَّاغُودِ and indeed we have sent to every nation, a messenger calling to worship Allah alone and refrain, stay away from the false deities. So he clearly we see the aim of the sending of the prophets that they call to the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone and they warn people against okay, false deities, worshipping false deities or taking gods besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this supports okay, the fact that what the messengers called to yeah, to the ummah. So the people generally they affirmed yeah. al-rububiyyah. Uh, they affirmed the lordship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
So there were no there was no no need for the messengers to say to them, believe in you know, Allah is the creator, or believe that Allah is the sustainer, believe that Allah is the only control of the affairs, that He's the giver of life and the cause of death. Yeah, there was no need for that because they already believed in it. But Tawheed al Rububiyyah is used or was used as an evidence against the Mushrikeen in the time of the Prophet. It was used against them. Because if you believe in the terms of if you believe that Allah is your creator, sustain and control of the affairs alone, then worship him alone. Then worship him and he alone. Great. We'll proceed to some of the other kalam and it of Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah where the Shaykh says وَلَيْسَ الْمُرَادِ بِتَوْحِيدِ مُجَرَّدِ تَوْحِيدِ الْرُبُوبِيَةِ and the meaning and the intent of Tawheed is not merely any regarding Tawheed al-Rububiyyah the Tawheed of Allah's any Lordship وَهُوَ اِعْتِقَادِ أَنَّ اللَّهِ وَحْدَةِ any خَلَقَ الْعَالَمِ is that the belief the belief that Allah alone created the world okay, and all creation. Okay? That is not merely, that is not any the meaning of Tawheed alone, okay, as the people of Kalam and you like to mention. And if we move on to another part of Shik, uh, the Kalam of Shaykh Islam ibn Taymiyyah, and he says, فإن الرجل لو أقر بما يستحقه الرب تعالى من الصفات. If a man were to affirm the attributes that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has right to, and that that person frees Allah Subhanahu wa Taala from everything that is a deficiency, everything that is not befitting for Allah Azza wa Jal. وَأَقَرَّ بِأَنَّهُ وَحْدَهُ خَالِقُ كُلُّ شَيْءٍ That he believes, acknowledges that Allah alone is the creator of everything. لَمْ يَكُنْ مُوَحِّدًا Then he is not a true monotheist. He is not a true monotheist. He is not affirmed. And he tawheed in its complete sense. He is not affirmed. Tawheed in its complete sense. حَتَّى يَشْحَدْ أَنْ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ وَحْدَةِ Until he testifies that there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah alone. That he needs to affirm that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one that is deserving of worship alone. وَيَسْتَلْزَمْ بِعِبَادَةِ اللَّهِ وَحْدَةِ لَا شَرِيكَ لَا وَيَلْتَزِمْ أَفْوَمْ بِيَلْتَزِمْ بِعِبَادَةِ اللَّهِ وَحْدَةِ لَا شَرِيكَ لَهِ And that he only worships Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and does not ascribe any partners to him. Does not ascribe any partners to him. وَالْإِلَاهُ وَالْمَأْلُوهُ الْمَعْبُودُ الَّذِي يَسْتِحِقُ الْعِبَادَةِ So Allah is the one that is worshipped. The worshipped one who is deserving of worship and the meaning of Ilah mentioned the meaning of Ilah it does not mean one who is able to invent and the one who is able to create the one who is able to create and the one 
and he who is able to invent. That is not the meaning of the word ilah. Okay? That is not the meaning of the word al-ilah. فإذا فسر الإله بمعنى القادر على الاختراع واعتقد أن هذا المعنى هو أخص وصف الإله وجعل إثبات هذا هو الغاية في التوحيد كما يفعل ذلك من يفعله من المتكلمة الصفاتية وهو الذي يقوله عن الأبي حسن وأتباعه لم يعرفوا حقيقة التوحيد الذي بعث الله به رسوله He says here, I need to summarize if a person and he, if he believes that that is the main attribute or the main meaning of al-ilah and regarding lordship yeah and he the person places this as that is the main objective of tawheed yeah, the main meaning of tawheed yeah as the any people of kalam and they do etc etc uh Tawheed. Then that person has not really understood the reality of the meaning of Tawheed, that is the Tawheed which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent his messenger with, sallallahu alayhi wa okay, The meaning of Tawheed which Allah sent his messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he with. And that the polytheist, the Shaykh Ibn Taymiyyah, he mentions again that the polytheist in the time, the Arab polytheist in the time of the Prophet they used to believe that Allah is the creator alone, the creator of everything. Even if they affirmed that Allah was the creator and sustainer, they affirmed the lordship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the presence of a creator, they were considered mushrikeen. They were not considered to be Muslims. They were not considered to be Muslim. They were considered to be mushrikeen. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, the most of them they do not believe in Allah except that they commit shirk with Him. Except that they and he worship Allah, uh, they worship others and he with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So they believe in the presence of Allah, they believe in His Lordship, and at the same time they commit any shirk. That was the state of the polytheist in the time of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Mutaymiyyah continues and he mentions, and we're just trying to summarize and some of the main and points and within this. فَلَيْسَ كُلُّ مَنْ أَقَرَّ بِأَنَّ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى رَبْ كُلُّ شَيْءٍ this is not everybody and it's not the case that whosoever affirms that Allah is the Lord of everything that he is the creator of everything that he is a worshipper of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone yeah he's not a worshipper of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone it's not the case that if a person affirms the Lordship of Allah it does not necessitate, does not mean that a person worships uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. A person could affirm the Lordship of Allah and they could end up falling into shirk and they could end up falling into the worship of other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as, as occurred and with the mushrikeen in the time of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So it is a misunderstanding and on the part of Allah 
a people and people of kalam and all people who attribute themselves to al-islam they believe that when a person and he believes that there is a presence of a creator and that a person believes that Allah is the creator, sustainer and control of the affairs and he affirms completely the Lordship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that that does not and it necessarily mean that that person worships Allah it does not mean that a person cannot fall into shirk okay? it does not mean that a person cannot fall fall and he into uh, shirk and this will happens uh, to a lot of the grave uh, worshippers and the grave worshippers and uh, from those who ascribe themselves to al-islam okay they believe in tawheed al-rububiyyah they commit shirk uh, worshipping the pious worshipping the grave making dua to the grave etc etc and what do they say that is not shirk what they're doing is not any shirk. What they're doing is not shirk. Because why they believe in the Lordship of Allah. They believe that Allah is the creator. They believe that Allah is the sustainer. Allah is the controller of the affairs, the giver of life, the causer of death. Just because they believe in all that, the Lordship of Allah, they believe that whatever they do, they cannot fall into shirk at all. And that those actions for them is what they say we are only placing them as uh, our intercessors okay we are only seeking Allah's aid through them we are only okay, seeking success in the hereafter through them we are only seeking meanness to Allah and he through them okay all that is completely false and it is not from the teachings of al-islam it's not from the quran not from the sunnah it's not what the prophet taught not what the companions of the prophet were upon and believed okay it is not the case that if a person believes in the lordship of allah does not mean that automatically that person cannot fall into shirk yeah it is not the case and automatically that person okay uh can only worship allah as okay that is not the case this is a uh, misconception and in the minds of the grave worshippers and in those who ascribe and in themselves to al-islam so therefore we will end any with this uh point okay and we mentioned some of the main uh sheikh salal fozan he mentions only a lot of the kalam of shukul islam and taymiyyah and we just mentioned any some of the uh, and what we think shall the most important points that you should know be the lahi ta'ala two questions first one what is the first connection between tawheed al-uluhiyah and tawheed al-rububiyah that the shaykh mentioned what is the connection between tawheed al-rububiyah and tawheed al-uluhiyah <coughs> Again? Rubiyah. Rubiyah. Necessitates. 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 Okay, Rubiyah necessitate Uluhiyah. What does that mean? If somebody says, I don't understand what you mean, necessitate, what does that mean? Uh, believing that Allah's actions alone. Believing Allah's actions alone, rephrase that. Uh, 
if a person, if a person. Believing that Allah is the creator, sustainer, controls all the affairs. Yeah. You believing that would naturally push you and require you and compare you to affirm or to single out your actions of worship to Allah. So, Arububiya, Ali. Belief in the Lordship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala okay, would compel okay, a person to worship Allah Azza wa Jal and he alone. And he what is the second connection? What is the second connection? I think next time they bring gifts, encouraging encouragement. Uluhiyah contains Arububiyah. Jaito is included and in it, meaning, in simple terms, as the Sheikh mentions. But when when is mentioned on its own, it's in, in verses of the Quran, it's included Rubiya as well. Included Rubiya, Jaito. So if a person, for example, if a person worships only Allah alone, believes that only Allah needs to be worshipped alone and that is not permissible to worship anything or anyone else. So therefore, that means that a person must have okay, believed in the Rububiyyah of Allah Azza wa Jal and the Lordship of Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. And we will conclude here, bi-ibnillahi ta'ala wa sallallahu ala nabina Muhammad.